Well, I'm, I thought, okay, I'm going to give this movie a two. Uh, okay. This movie was, uh, I mean, here's the thing. I, I mean, I like uh, Mario Van Peoples. I think in this, in this movie, I mean, he's ripped. I mean, he has like, his body is amazing. Like he is, he's mm-hmm. in his top, top condition, but this is the nineties. So like he was doing like movies, like full eclipse, like movies that were direct to video. Mm-hmm. Uh, but like he was an action kind of like, he, he didn't do a lot of action movies, but when he was doing those films, I mean, he mm-hmm. was in great shape. He was also a martial right. artist. So he was really at his physical peak. And, and then of course he's, he was following his footsteps of his dad, Melvin being a director, he directed new Jack city. Um, you know, um, you know, so he was, he was at his prime, both mentally and physically at this point, you know, so to do this movie, um, it, I, I was like, cause it was in theaters and it really was kind of like under the rug kind of thing, you know, and it, it got like 8% on Rotten Tomatoes. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, and I only found that out like before we started our, our show, cause I wanted to see like, if I was, am I, am I feeling the same way? And I, yeah. Uh, cause it like the action wasn't really action. It was her like, like, okay. The story wise it's telegraphed. You can see it. You can see where it's coming from a long way. The only character that had any kind of development was William Sadler's character. Like, um, yeah, if you, if you could realize he's his, his motivation for not wanting solo, because this whole thing is like, he wants, like he put the gun in the guy's hand in this training sequence hmm. yeah, to shoot him. Yeah. And then and of course the general loves it because he, he passed with test, but Sadler's character, which was, um, um, Frank Madden, Colonel Colonel Madden, saw him as being obsolete. Solo would, would make him obsolete. That was the whole point of why he doesn't like him, right? Mm-hmm. It makes him his, his his role on the field, his importance less less than you know. So, mm-hmm. and then if he's gone, there's no money for him. There's no there's no there's nowhere for him to do his job. There's no need for him to, to be to exist. You know? Yeah. So it it kind of undermines his thing. That's the only motivation why he do the way do why he would do what he's doing either for his ability to be to have purpose in life or to make money off, off war. One of the two. Uh, and that's the only thing, if you look at it, like between the lines, that's pretty cool. Everything else is really, really, it's just, it's just silly. It's just bizarre, silly kind of like, like you don't, like, I don't understand like what, what's like, what is the purpose? Well, it's, it's a cliche. It's, it's a copy of various things. Like for instance, it is short circuit. You know, you know, he's an android who, who not not a human, not a cyborg. He's an android with a conscious. You know, mm-hmm. and like short circuit, uh, he, he's he's on his power supply. He's he needs to get a new power supply. You know, mm-hmm. until his creator comes in to give him a new battery at the end. You know, so like mm-hmm. it really it carries off uh, a bunch of different movies. That's one movie. Another movie, like for me, for me, my double feature is Predator because oh. it's like the way he there was Schwarzenegger. The laugh in the in the in the jungle, his whole the whole mm-hmm. fighting sequence in the jungle, the way he sees in Predator Vision, like it's it's so it's such it's such a it's marrying and borrowing so many different tropes and and uh, ideas, as it doesn't feel very original when you're watching it. So that's what's yeah. like what bothered me, and then his emotion. I mean, he's a robot, so it was just sort of strange. But there was no point. Like to me, it was no point to this. So even the action was like. He's just, but he's a robot. So I kind of get like he's very stiff. Okay. Um, so yeah, I, I, 
didn't like it that much. I was kind of, I was really hoping for it to be better than what it was. And it was just, it's way too predictable. And, and it's, it, it's, it's showing it's like, you would think there's a twist to it or something's coming down the line. The only twist of it, I think is Sadler's character. He hates him so much that, you know, that ultimately his own, his own demon is himself, mm-hmm. you know, and that's presented near the, in the, in the last act. You know, because right. he sees he sees his own demon, like like his his fear of the androids taking over the world, taking over his job, is fully realized at the end, like literally at the end. You know, right for a more evil or demon. You know, so it's it's um it's kind of like it's sort of like um meta for his exit, so to speak. But okay. then you know, the next level of evil is is this. So it was sort of like. Um, just it, well, I don't know. It's just sort of it was just sort of like got me off. Um, I wish it was. Um, I wish it wasn't so clicheish, and then maybe there's more to it. I mean, like even when he shows the villagers how to fight and defend themselves, it plays like uh, like a like a movie, like a I don't know, like like Commando or something like that. Like he teaches villagers how to prepare for war. You know, like this is something you see all the time in a montage. Yeah. So these are things that it, it's been done before, even in the night, this is all very nineties. And this was mm-hmm. done like many, many, many times over, but not as well as the ones that, that lie before it, you know, like you had universal soldier, the dead soldier comes back, has a, has a conscious of faith, right? Same thing with that one. It's the same kind of routine. It's been done. And that came out a year before. So people would automatically like see this movie and compare it to other movies beforehand. And it, that was, and that really was the case for this movie. So um, uh, though I, I liked some of the characters with it, like Barry Corbin, who played the general, uh, you know, he's a familiar face, but I don't think has enough to really lift this movie up for me. Right. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And for you, although, you know, um, uh, characters are there for them to actually, for there to be a follow-up regardless. So I know I gave it, yeah, six, seven, six point five. So that's how I feel about this movie. And double feature, what was it? What, what would be your double feature? Like what would you compare this movie to? Um honestly, mm-hmm. um Attack of the Clones. Oh, Star Wars. That's nice. Yeah. Uh, yeah is it I, is I it could... What? Because Anakin, the uh, or or yeah, Attack of the Clones. That's when he's a boy, right? Anakin was a child. Um, yeah, when he's like sixteen or seventeen or whatever. No, Attack of the Clones. That's the very first one, isn't it? Oh no, no Fat okay. Men- oh, Sorry, sorry. You're right. Attack of the Clones. That's right. You say sixteen. Okay. Yeah, yeah. It was um, yeah, a lot was going to happen, mm-hmm. and a lot happened for the first solo, um, and it was good. Um, but yeah, I was sad a bit because I wanted more. Right. So right, let's check out the email bag. Which okay. Buford, mailbag song. Hit it. Letters. I get letters. So many letters. Solo. Okay. It doesn't disappoint when it comes to blowing things up, mm-hmm. discharging firearms, and giving Solo an opportunity to dish out payback to his brutal squadron of superior officers. Um, I liked it, actually, you know, action, you know, a uh, bit of a romance there. Um, 
relationships and it kind of and you want to know like what's going to happen or or you'd like to know what's happening now right um, but they didn't follow up or there's no sequel or whatever no i don't know right so what, what would what would you give it then like what would you give solo i don't know maybe seven six seven maybe mm -hmm. yeah it was it was um yeah you know um like i want to see more but there was no like there was no follow-up like i don't know like after what you said and yeah it's kind of um it was okay it was there you know a lot of fighting so what um you know yeah it was all right i i just wanted more mm -hmm. i just wanted more so Okay. Well, let's go to a clip and we'll go from there. All right, buddy. It's time to pick a face. Like Mike. You got good taste. We have $2 billion tied up in this program. Solo's the perfect soldier. No one will cry when Solo is gone. We'll simply build another one. He's proficient in all types of combat polymer structure makes him virtually immune to small arms fire he's equipped with motion sensors and night vision he's about 15 times stronger 10 times faster than any man it's not just a weapon he can make decisions you disobey the director order you blew this damn mission they were unarmed and non-aggressive therefore the directive was overridden killing innocent people makes solo feel bad he isn't supposed to feel anything he's a weapon it's a glitch. Take him back to Palmdale. Reprogram him there. Someone is opening the heel hatch. Solo. I want him to disappear without a trace. There he is! Three o'clock! Let's smoke him. Got him, sir! Time for recall. I want this thing over with now. You're the only two of our kind, Solo. Your design is flawed. I am wrong for the next generation. Welcome everyone to the Pantheon. I'm Ray. I'm Evie. And Evie, what are we looking at today? We are looking at, um, yeah, that, you know what? Yeah. Um, solo. That's right. Solo. Starting like, okay. <laughs> Mario Van Peoples and Adrian Brody. Here's the thing about this movie, which is sort of cool, because Brody, uh, again, this is when he started off his career, so he wasn't well known. But later on, he would go on to win the, the, the Oscar, like eight years later, to win the Oscar for The Pianist. And then he became a mm -hmm. dramatic actor. Yeah. And like literally like eight years, eight years after that, he went on to, to do Predators, plural, like the new right. Predators, you know, and he got ripped like Solo. So this kind of mm -hmm. goes full circle for him in that sense. Uh, and, and that's like a 14 year journey for this guy. Yeah. He's been he's been acting for sort of sort of like many many twenty over twenty years now. Anyways, mm -hmm. that's just my little like something I was thinking about before we even began. Like, because Adrian Brody was sort of you know what it reminds me of Howard the Duck with uh, yeah. Tim Robbins. That was his first like major breakthrough film, a film that no one knew that he was in it unless you saw the movie. You're like, oh, that's Tim Robbins. That's what's going on. And then you know because he's such a dramatic actor or a serious actor or a thespian, right? But you see him in How the Duck, it's completely not like it's different. just different, right? Mm -hmm. Same thing with Adrian Brody. He's very, very likable. He's very friendly. He, he's not, you know, it's not being about 
uh, culture. It's not about, you know, a, a, you know, like the war torn issues or his, mm-hmm. there's, there's, there's none of that stuff. He's actually a very likable, friendly kind of guy, you know, mm-hmm. and he's a geeky scientist and he has all those little mannerisms. Yeah. And then of course you see Adrian Brody from the pianist, you know, the worn torn, you know, Jewish migrant or, or, or predators mm-hmm. or like, you know, all these really big films he started to do take himself as a serious actor so that was like really really interesting for me in that sense the star of your show is mario van peoples i mean this guy is um like the 90s so this is like a 90s film uh he's mm-hmm. like he's done a he's a he's a great director like he's an established director uh, his father melvin uh, van peoples uh mm-hmm. black exportation like like a historical like significance uh, he passed away recently but like Mm-hmm. Like, like just such a such a uh, impactful uh, director and presence mm-hmm. both on screen and be and behind and same same thing mm-hmm. with uh, Mario. Um, so, what were your thoughts for the movie? Um, good movie, not bad. Wanted more. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it, it it um it was good, but then I didn't like it at the end. You know, it's. I wanted more and um, yeah. Yeah, I was sad at the end. So yeah. Here's what I liked about this movie. Um, there's no there's no real flashback. There's no real montage. Like uh, he becomes this and it's just like, you know how some movies sort of build you up and how you, mm-hmm. how you get to it. This goes right into the thick of it. Like he is, the, he is solo right at the beginning and he's mm-hmm. going into a, a mission. Now this is based on an actual novel called Weapon by um, Robert Mason wrote this. He's a Vietnam vet. Um, he did a, a, a memoir book called Chicken Hawk, which was, which was well received. And this was, his, this was his very first novel. Mm-hmm. It's basically about an android who, who becomes, who develops a conscious, you know, okay. uh, a conscious of faith or, or, you know, of human life. And then he turns on his government handlers and lives mm-hmm. in Nicaragua to, uh, to work with deliver cool. among the people cool. so this is this this is an adaptation to that um mm-hmm. and then for those and for listeners who think well we should why aren't you guys doing a, a comic book movie well a couple years later after the movie was was released uh dark horse adapted the movie into a two-part comic book um series so this ended up being a comic book se- uh, a two-issue comic book series so mm-hmm. it is a comic book so for those who want to yeah. like you should stick with comic books we are. This is a comic book. Uh, it was done, but the movie came first, and then came the comic book. And mm. this was based on an actual novel uh, from a guy oh, who was, cool. who's done war. He's been through that. Uh, so this was actually, and the and the the book was written in eighty nine. This and this is and this is nineteen ninety six. So this set precedence before Terminator two. This this mm. was out before a lot of big films to compare this to. So mm. one of the things people will compare this to is a lot of movies of its time. Well, it might have superseded those films because it came out. The book came out in '89. It was very faithful to that adaptation. Um, okay. When we uh, we get flashbacks when he's sort of like hallucinating a little bit, mm-hmm. he's losing power, and you see him as, as an ectoskeleton with muscles on him. Um, mm-hmm. And then they wanted to. There's a scene where they're trying to get his look, like how he'll look like. So, mm-hmm. do you remember that scene? Yeah. So, can you tell the audience like? What 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 was what was the thing that made him look the way he was? Do you remember that? Um, what made him look well? Yeah. All like, he went through, mm-hmm. right? All well, when they were devising his look, like when when uh, Adrian Brody's character and him were like he was sitting on a chair and he mm-hmm. saw a commercial. Mm-hmm. 
Okay, I don't remember that part. Really? Um, hold on. Yeah, tell me your view of it. Maybe it'll come back to me. You want to be like Mike. All right, buddy. It's time to pick a face. Like Mike. You got good taste. Okay. Michael Jordan. He was watching a Michael Jordan commercial. Oh, okay. And he goes, I what? wanted to be like Mike. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Oh, well... Okay. That was kind of that was like one of the funny parts of the movie. You only want to be like, oh, okay. Like, so yeah, it's all okay. Good, no, it's close. But <laughs> <laughs> it's it's all right. Uh, no, yeah, that was the only part that was kind of funny because like he's looking at they're looking at she looked like Chinese or this, okay. and they made they made this okay. You could you could say slightly racial thing. They go well, he's too short. Not that it would make any sense because he's a robot. He can't change his mm. size. But then he sees uh, a commercial uh, be like Mike, and then. He, and he's and that's he goes you got good taste and, and he so then you see him again with skin on it and he's the bald-headed um, um mario van peoples so okay so yeah, that, no that's that that part kind of stood out for me so it's kind of cool, cool. Mm-hmm. well uh yeah i i kind of i enjoyed this in the sense that light on tone um it does uh it's military stuff is sort of like <laughs> Not that great, you know, because it's very stiff. The one funny part about it is when he's like, he wakes up and the kids are watching television, but the signal's mm-hmm. kind of not that good. And he, he he puts his hand in the back and they're, they're clapping because he fixed the signal. And then once he fixes the signal, he rips the stuff out and then he fixed, starts to repair himself. And then the lady passes out. He starts to see his guts sticking out from the side. So that mm-hmm. was kind of like, you know, it's literally like Frankenstein and sort of comical so that there were things in the movie in this movie that was really funny and it, and i think it was unintentionally funny but lighter moments um what do you think about those things where did you find humor in this uh, and, and, and did that help like with the movie or, or no i don't think it did mm-hmm. i don't think you know it's you know because because um you have one movie and then the second movie is all about killing and this and that. And yeah, um, I don't know. I, you know, it's either one or the other, you know, I don't want to listen or listen to, I guess, um, um, people killing. And then the second part, you know, so yeah, I'm still focusing on it to be honest with you now. Well, it's all about the killing for me. Like, the, like his whole purpose of being there was to uh, take out a, a village for the American government. You know, then he turns on his handlers. Uh, he helps the villagers out who are, and again, these these um, Nicaraguan like uh, militia group is kill, is trying to kill people for their own purposes. He tries to kill them. His handlers are trying to kill him. This entire theme is about self perseverance. That's that's his whole. That's the reason why he went rogue, and that's the reason why this all went it the way it went went down. So, I mean, in terms of having a logical thread to it, there's a, there is a logical thread to the whole thing, but uh, it didn't do too well in the box office. It, I mean, it, it only scored like eight percent in Rotten Tomatoes, which means it's it was not fresh. It was rotten. Um, you know, uh, for that, I I can't fault it because uh, it's based on a very simplistic story, and because of that. I don't think it did too well. And I think because we compare this too much to a lot of movies that it's based on, like Universal, Universal Soldier, which came out a year before that, um, 
Predator, which is definitely an homage to Predator, especially with his laugh at the end and how he tries to laugh and have an emotion, you know. And then, and in 1991, we had Terminator 2, and yeah. so about him trying to connect with a little boy, uh, mm-hmm. and then in having an emotion, what's laughter, and trying to understand like what is laughter and comedy, you know. And I can't cry. So those, all the little tropes you would see, it's it's all being rehashed for this film. So you're looking at this, and it's 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 taking. Uh, various little tidbits from various different, different films of the nineties and try to make it work together in, in this movie. And I, it doesn't have that skill set or that, mm. um, that finesse uh, because it's too much. It's baking on too many different things that people have seen and there's mm. nothing original. So that's where I think it really, it really should have excelled uh, even though it's from a book, it should, they should have, whoever did the screenplay for this, uh, who was it? Um, the screenplay was done by a guy who's done a lot of B movies, so there isn't there there isn't much strength behind that, and that's that's the downside to it. But in terms of the physical look to it and the budget, in terms of these explosions, I mean, it's there because it's a '90s movie. It really has that '90s trope. So, does it have any kind of John Wick like familiarities to you in this movie? Mm. Yeah, there's killing, <laughs> <laughs> which is okay, you know, but. Right. Just killing, killing, killing. Mm-hmm. Um, would have liked some emotion, but it's... Oh, killing, killing you with emotion. Yeah, you know. Yeah. <laughs> what did I? Say? No. <laughs> All you're doing, right? Yeah. This... So, mm-hmm. yeah, you know, after it was good, but mm-hmm. at the end, it's just killing. Yeah, and the end of a hard day. It's just, the, it's just the way you gotta go. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> okay well on that note <laughs> we gotta go to well i'm ray i'm heavy we'll see you next time take care i'm out of time and all i got is a minute a minute